0: Welcome back into the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, you already know who you're listening to the wonderful host of this podcast, Miller Thomas current student at the Walter Cronkite School uh, School of Journalism, so go check out all my latest work. I'm graduating in a couple months, so go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work, from my packages, to my articles, to my photos, and my graphic design. Now, as always, we got a jam-packed show for you guys today. In segment number one today, we're going to be talking about Kevin Ginkle... Relief pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks made his debut last year in 2019. We'll see what he can provide in 2020. And then segment number two today—it's Fastball Fridays. But on this Fastball Friday, I think I'm just going to continue the talk we had yesterday surrounding coronavirus and the suspended MLB season. Just more reaction for from that, pretty much. So stay tuned for segment number two today. We'll work where we'll get into that. But first, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast, Locked On Diamondbacks, to listen to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want to reach men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at lockedondiamondbacks@gmail.com at gmail.com to find out more. Now let's jump right into segment number one today. We're talking about Kevin Ginkle. I hope I'm saying that name right. A relief pitcher for the D-backs made his debut this past season 2019. Had a pretty good year, 1.48 ERA. That's pretty dominant, but only 24 innings pitch. Had a 10.4 strikeout per nine, so that's pretty high. And then those 24 innings pitch, he had 28 strikeouts and nine walks on the season, so pretty dominant numbers by Ginkle. He was drafted back in, 20, back in 2016 out the 22nd round by the D-backs. Drafted out of U of A, that is the University of Arizona. Bleah! I go to ASU, so we do not like the Wildcats at ASU, and that was actually Ginkle's third time being drafted, drafted previously two times before, but didn't come out, kept going back to school, but this time, the third time was a charm, decided so to be drafted by, uh, he decided to sign with the D-backs, but he wasn't seen right away, he continued to pitch for U of A as part of their championship team, you know, they they, they were the runner-up team in the championship, so he wanted to still be part of that team, and he was a very vital part to that uh Runner-up team. He was a right-handed pitcher, and he was very important to what they did, both as a starter and as a high-leverage reliever. And then, so it, what he did for that team is the reason why the D-backs wanted him. They showed, they saw a lot of flashes. They showed, they saw that he could, he could be a starter. You know, he could be a starter in your rotation, or he could be a back end of the bullpen guy, maybe a closer, maybe a setup man. And so the D-backs liked what they saw from him in college. He signed him in 2016, and he struggled with injuries through most of 2017, and then being a late-round draft pick and, you know, not really playing a lot in his first season with the D-backs, he had mixed results. And, you know, a lot of people kind of forgot about Gingo. They forgot who he was. And it's because, you know, they didn't see those eye-popping numbers. He didn't play a lot of games. He had to work through injuries. And so the, the culmination of all of it means he just fell off people's radars. People forgot who he was. They, they didn't see the production. They didn't see what, you know, what why he was uh, expected to be taken so high. People didn't see any flashes. So, you know, he just kind of fell off the map, kind of fell off the radar. But then in 2018... Finally healthy, finally rested. He came storming back. He made 54 appearances between the D-backs high A affiliate, the Visalia, or I'm not sure I'm saying that correctly, Correctly, Visalia, and the double A Jackson General. So he kept going between those two, uh, promotions the double uh the high a and the double a he kept going up and down between those two and he, and he was pretty good in the minors in 2018 54 appearances he had 100 strikeouts between both levels 69 innings of work he posted a 1.41 era and a 0.83 whip so the guy was dominant in the minors putting on a show every time he went out there And this caught the D-backs' eye. They saw what Ginkgo was doing in the minors. They know they possibly had a potential stud in their minors. You know, maybe as a back-end guy, maybe as a back-end starter. They didn't know just yet. So they decided to give Ginkgo a chance. They gave him an invite to spring training in 2019. And Ginkgo pitched well enough in spring training to get himself a promotion to AAA, the Reno Aces, to start the year. And he, pit, and he played pretty well in AAA, even though the PCL league is considered more of an offensive league. He still pitched pretty well. He even earned himself a call-up on August 5th with the D-backs, and from there on out, the rest is history. He went on to pitch uh, the rest of the season pretty much in his first 10 innings pitch really the first nine two third innings he allowed four runs so that's really not that great that's all right allowing four runs in nine two third innings pitch but from there on out after those first 10 innings he only allowed one run the entire rest of the season that's 14 and two-thirds innings the rest of the way where he only allowed one run so he was dominant those those were 15 appearances where Ginkgo was pretty much shut down every time he went out there in those 15 appearances he held opponents to a 170 batting average a 241 OBP so no one was getting base hits off this guy no one was getting uh even on base, this guy was just limiting action on the base pass. He was not giving teams any opportunities to get themselves an easy run scoring opportunity. So Ginkgo really did a great job in that. And because of it, he was able to get promoted all the way to set a man behind Archie Bradley. And then was even allowed an opportunity to get himself a save on September 16 against the Marlins. So Ginko really showed a lot in his short debut of season. He really showed he could be a back end of the bullpen guy. And Ginko is one of my favorites to be a a potential closer for the D-backs. Honestly, if I had to pick anyone, he might be my favorite to be the closer of the future for the D-backs. I love his stuff. He's still only, let me check his age right now because he's still hes still pretty young. He debuted. He's going to be 26 this season, so he's still very young. I think in 2020, he will have a pretty big impact either as a setup guy or maybe as a closer depending on how they use Archie Bradley. But I definitely think Genko's the guy to watch out for on the radars. I don't think enough guys, uh, enough Uh, media personnel or attention has been given to Ginkle, I say he might be the watch out breakout closer of the year for the D-backs in 2020. All right, guys, are going to want to stay tuned for segment number two today because we're just continuing our suspended baseball talk and still talking about the effects that the coronavirus is doing on the sports uh, community as a whole. So stay tuned for segment number two and we'll get into that after this quick message. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that the Locked On Diamondbacks is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Diamondback fans, just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. And not just any podcast listener a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Diamondback fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Just text the word advertising to three. 33- seven 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 or visit locked dot com slash advertising. Let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve locked on advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to three three seven seven seven, uh, to three three seven seven seven, or visit locked dot com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back for segment number two today. It's Fastball Fridays, but today I just want to continue our talk pretty much on, you know, just the state of baseball and the sports world as a whole right now. Pretty much we're in pretty uncharted waters. We're seeing things being canceled and suspended left and right. NCAA tournament and all NCAA events canceled. That means no March Madness for basketball. That doesn't even mean things like College World Series baseball, which is, you know, three months away. Some spring sports haven't really started yet or just got started, you know. Uh, they've only had a handful of games and events for most spring sports, so that sucks for those athletes. You hate to see them, and then if you're a big NBA fan like me as well, you saw the NBA season go on hiatus for at least 30 days, something I've never seen before. Uh NFL teams are telling their personnel to stay home, you know, don't come into the office. They're telling colleges, you know, and recruits, you know, the colleges are telling recruits don't come out on visits. They're telling them uh, college athletes don't go out and see NFL teams right now. They pretty much don't want any recruiting going on. And then the MLB Baseball has decided to suspend all operations currently. No more spring training games for the rest of the year. And then the first two weeks are also going to be suspended of the MLB season. So no opening day right away. Even things like PGA Tours and everything are being canceled and suspended. So we're in uncharted waters right now as sports fans. And this is just... Time, pretty much, I guess, for reflection for everyone just to come together. I think a lot of people, if you watch Undisputed like me, I think a lot of people were Skid Bayless, where kind of just had your head in the sand about this whole coronavirus you know, epidemic or pandemic, I guess you could call it right now. I feel like a lot of us weren't taking it seriously. A lot of it a lot of us just compared it to the common flu, you know. We looked at the statistics from the flu, we looked at the statistics from coronavirus, compared the two and we said, you know what? There's not much difference going on here. We shouldn't take it that much seriously. And just the common flu, yeah. Older people are probably getting the worst brunt of it. You know, people with weak immune systems, but that happens anyway with the common flu and with diseases in general. So why should we treat this one any different? Well, if you just see how the, the outpouring reaction that, you know, the, World Health Organizations and the CDC have. Then I think that just lets you know how serious of a time this is, how quickly this is spreading. Maybe it's not as serious in terms of morality rate and things like that, but hospitalization and just how quickly and contagious this thing is. This thing is just lets you know how serious it is. We don't have full immunity to this because it's novel to us. We've never experienced anything like this. This is the first time this strain of the coronavirus has ever affected us. So. There's no real immunity to it. That's why so many people are freaked out by it, and you just see how quickly it can spread. I feel like once Rudy Gobert uh, was tested and it came up positive for the virus, that's when the sports world was broken. That's where our mindset kind of changed about how we should handle this. Now we see all these sports events and, and leagues taking drastic measures to make sure their athletes aren't getting sick because... One of their athletes did get sick. We saw it in the NBA. We saw Rudy Gobert, NBA All-Star. We saw Donovan Mitchell, his teammate, get it. These are the two best players on the Utah on the Utah Jazz, both getting the coronavirus. So that just lets you know this vir- this virus is indiscriminate. It doesn't care who you are. It's willing to go after anyone. So th- this just means you need to take better care of yourself, making sure you're washing your hands, taking good care of your health and your hygiene. And you also don't, it's not just about you either. You want to make sure you're taking care of other people. Yeah, you might be young. You might be 25 listening to this podcast. You might be 30. You might be 35. You might be 15. You might not be worried about it. You might not, you might just be blowing it off saying this is big hoopla hysteria. This is, you might be a conspiracy theorist saying, you know, there's a greater thing going on. They're just just trying to distract you from coronavirus. If you believe all of that, any of that could be true, but still, I don't think that changes the facts of what the coronavirus is and how it's affecting people and how I think we should be taking it serious, even if you don't think it should be. I think you should still be cognizant and mindful. Even if you might not take it serious, it could still be serious for someone else, you know, of older descent or with compromised immune systems. So I love what these sports leagues have been doing so far to take these drastic measures to make sure everyone's safe. You want to make sure your community and fans are safe. You want to make sure your athletes and employers are safe. So I love what everyone has been doing to making sure everyone is safe. Then I've seen, uh, if you've seen the last couple of days, uh, guys like Kevin Love has donated $100,000 of his salary to back to the organization so they could play their, you know, hourly employees who are now going to be out of a job possibly for the next month or, you know, people in the NCAA who work those events are going to be out of a job for the rest of the season. So it's pretty crazy to talk about. This is not something that's just going to affect us for the next month. I was looking at something last night, transcripts talking about how this is going to be something that affects us for the next 12 to 18 months. And we can see 40 to 70% of the U.S. population being affected with coronavirus. Now, we don't know what that means in terms of morality rates or fatality rates exactly. They're guessing maybe 1.1 percent really of Americans or like 1.6%. So if there's 160 million Americans uh, with the virus or just living in America, they could see about 1.6 million of those getting, uh, or they could see if 160 million people have the virus, they could see 1.6 million people dying from that same virus. So 1.6% chance of fatality is not that high, but still something you want to be cognizant about. So I love what the the leagues are doing with the measures. I love how guys like Kevin Love are giving back to to their teams and their organizations so they can continue to pay their employees. Giannis Antetokounmpo did the same thing today. So I love that. So what does this mean for baseball exactly? We do not know yet. We know right now we're on hiatus. Everything's suspended. Players are still practicing and working out, I'm pretty sure. Media availability is pretty much non-existent. You could get managers and stuff on the phones, but I'm not too entirely sure... I'm pretty sure they're not doing press conferences really anymore. It's mostly just through the phone stuff and some interviews here and there. So it's pretty media availability is pretty strict nowadays. You won't see your players as much. They want them to really keep their distance and really stay at home as much as they can over the next couple of weeks and really until uh, the start of the season. So we don't really know too much of how the baseball season is going to look like. We don't know whether they're going to attack these games onto the back end of the schedule, maybe just be, you know, done with them entirely. I was talking this, I was talking about this on yesterday's podcast. You know, maybe they just use this as a sample size to see what a season would look like if they only had, you know, maybe 145 games, 150 games. Missing two weeks of baseball, I don't think, is gonna drastically change the season. So I'm curious to see what the season looks like if we only had, you know, 150 games of baseball. This next month, these next couple weeks, it's just gonna be such an interesting time. I'm very curious to see, you know, how all these debate style shows and everything are gonna come up with content. You know, Sports Center. What kind of content are you gonna come up with over the next few weeks? When you're like day fifteen, still no sports. Still have to have uh, three hours of time to fill. And I'm curious to see how this podcast is gonna go. We're gonna get real creative on this podcast with the slowdown of the MLB season. You guys know I've been doing the Spotlight Player Series every day. I've been talking about a different player every day to opening day, but I'm definitely going to run out of players now with the two-week suspension of opening day. So bear with me. I'm going to get real creative on this podcast, probably do some throwback, you know, historical deep dives, look back at some older players, you know, maybe talk about who you guys think is the best third baseman ever to play with the D-Backs, best first baseman, starting pitcher, et cetera, et cetera. You guys can always send me questions and topics, you know, not just on theme Thursdays, but throughout the week. If you guys have any suggestions for a topic or segment you guys want me to cover during this podcast, so always send that to me, Twitter, locked on diamondbacks, Instagram, locked on diamondbacks, or Gmail, locked on diamondbacks. And thank you to everyone who tuned in to this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks. Now tell your smart device to go play the most recent episode of Locked On NFL Draft so you can get all your news, coverage, insight, and tidbits on the NFL Draft from the Locked On Podcasting Network. Hope you guys have a great day. I'll see you guys back next week with more shows Monday through Fridays covering all things D-backs. So make sure you guys are staying close to your loved ones. Tell them you, you love them and make sure you're staying clean, wash your hands, and take good care of your hygiene. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's podcast and go check out tomorrow's podcast or to go check out yesterday's podcast for Austin Grad if you missed that. Peace!